We have the members of Cold Lazarus in the studio with us. Cold Lazarus, a Jamestown-based rock band of the uh, highest honor. They do a great job playing music, and we'll be talking with them here in the studio over the next 20 minutes or so. But before we get to the members of Cold Lazarus, let's play a song of theirs to get you geared up for that interview. This is from their self-titled album. It's the third track on the album. It's entitled Butterflies, and it is right here on Arts on Fire. Yeah, I can feel that. It's the pushing of the wind on my back. It's the broken glass bottle in the cracks. With the sun reflecting off. Bright light beams flash. Then it's gone in a minute or a day. And my thoughts get soft like clay. If I could give it just a little bit enough to sit and meditate, the better pause is Take her. 
That's music from Cold Lazarus here on WRFA's Arts on Fire. Again, Jason Sample in the studio with you. That song, by the way, was Butterflies. You can find the video online, I assume, at their uh, Facebook page and YouTube and wherever else videos can be found. And uh, to give us more details, not only about the music but the band itself, we have the members of Cold Lazarus in the studio, as promised. Joining us is Adam Gould, Jeremy Bunce, Mark Scapoletti, along with Gavin Paternitti. Gavin, you've been on the air uh, twice in two weeks now. That's right, yeah. Or three weeks, I should say. Actually, I think it was three times in two and a half weeks. Yeah, it's been a you're a recurring uh, man of the scene now, so it's good yeah, ratio making yeah. the rounds. Well, good. anyway, guys, thanks for uh, coming in and talking with us today on Arts on Fire. We appreciate it. We're doing it just about every week, featuring musicians from the uh, the Jamestown area. This is the first time we've actually had four band members in the studio at once. Sometimes we'll have duos in here. I think we even tried to pull off a trio at once, although two members of the trio didn't show up. We won't talk about that one, uh, Electric Games. <laughs> but uh, what we will talk about is Cold Lazarus. So, uh, yeah, guys, thanks for taking time out and talking with us today and wanted to give our listeners an understanding of, of who you are, if they don't know already, as well as uh, some ideas about your upcoming album, as well as where you'll be playing in the next few weeks. So um, maybe a good place to start out with is, is just remind our listeners how long have you all been playing together as a group, generally speaking. Of course, we've got a new member here, but how long has uh, Cold Lazarus been around now? It's been roughly two years. <clears throat> what, how exactly did the band get together? What was the uh, impetus behind forming this group, and why did you want to do it? I was uh, Mark, Gavin, and I started kind of just jamming in my aunt's basement. We were talking about how we wanted to do a band with kind of different a different musical style than what any of us had played previously. So we got together and started jamming in my aunt's basement, and... Um, Mark knew Drew already from his porcelain bus driver's days, and he brought, he brought Drew in maybe two months after we started playing, and immediately we recorded an EP, and everything just kind of flew from there. Right, that's Adam talking right now. I should uh, preface that by saying we've got the four of you in the studio, so just to make sure our listeners know who the voices are at start, I might say, well, that's uh, so-and-so talking. So that was Adam who was just explaining that. Uh, Mark, he, he mentioned that you two are all jamming and all that together. You've, you've been around the music scene for a while. You've played... Uh, and, and numerous bands over the years. You're, you're in another band as well in another outfit. We'll talk about that in a moment currently. But what are some of the other past projects you've been involved with besides Porcelain Bus Drivers? Yeah, I mean, Porcelain Bus Drivers was the main one. But, they, I mean, that was cover music, and, I mean, we did real well. But um, this is a cool chance to play some original stuff. I've been in, I'm in Trip the Deuce right now. We do original stuff. Um, I've been in uh, Release the Kraken with, <laughs> with Zeke. Um, <laughs> Played a little bit with Brian Moore, Dirt Track Racing, for a while. That was really fun. He's, he's a really good songwriter. And um, I was in Little Dirty Go a long time ago with Ryan Eklund and Brian Moore, too, which was super fun, especially that was my first original music experience. And um, that was back when the music scene was really hot. And um, we made some really cool music, too, but that seems like a lifetime ago. So. Right, it does seem uh, yeah. 15 years yeah. and it, longer. And, and then some, yeah. Right. Yep. Right on, and then of course uh, Mark is uh, percussionist on the drums, and I should note that uh, Adam does most of the vocals, if not all the vocals, along with uh, some guitar work. And then uh, Gavin, you're also on bass, right? And we okay. had you on, as I noted, two weeks ago. You were on talking with Dennis Drew about the Electric Kings. Yep. How did that show go at the Shadow Queen Club? It actually turned out pretty well. Um, 
there's there's a few more people than I expected, and there's actually a pretty good Warren contingent. And I think um, th- I think the fact that the Don of the Buffalo show was happening down the street and then let out, uh, you know, shortly after we started probably helped a little bit because people people swung by. And right. We played and, really well too. So yeah, you're you're one of the uh, the three original members, in addition to uh, Drew Mitten who who left the band. But he was replaced, and, and Drew was on keys. And Jeremy, I know you're primarily known for your guitar work and some of the other uh, projects you've been involved with. Sure. But uh, Jeremy Bunch in the studio with us, the newest member of Cold Lazarus. Thank you. Uh, well, what, what's your primary duty? Are you still doing some, some picking up where Drew left off on the keys, or are you focusing more on, on guitar? Sure. Um, well, me and Adam have both been playing a little bit of keys, a little bit of guitar. Um, I've been kind of taking up some of the, the first album stuff. Um, I, I was always a piano player growing up. I took piano lessons when I was younger, but um, just in just in recent times, since uh, Drew announced that he was leaving, I, I kind of wanted to take advantage of that and just get some keyboard stuff dusted off. And uh, but yeah, still playing plenty of guitar as well. Um, you're no stranger to the local music scene either. No, uh, no. What are some of the projects you're involved with? Remind some of our listeners. Sure. Um, I mean, I've been I've been playing with Trip to Deuce, as as Scap said, um, for about the past year or two. Um, that's my main project outside of Cold Lazarus. Um, but I've I've been involved in in the music scene around town for for many many years. Um, I play with some some of the crew down at the Spire Theater, Angelo and and all Steve Davis and that kind of crew. The um, in crowd, right? yes, you the in crowd. That. They're always fun. You guys, yeah, do a great yeah. Job. yeah, yeah. We we have some scattered gigs throughout summers here and there, but um, aside from that, you know, I, I I'm I'm known as kind of for what I do down at Infinity, um, just kind of as as an employee and as an instructor and all the music things I do down there. But um, yeah, over the past four years, I've I've played with quite a few of the musicians in town, but. Um, those are my main projects at the moment now is Trip to Deuce and Cold Lazarus. You're second generation uh, local musician, right? I think your dad is also involved Absolutely. in projects. Absolutely. Both, both my parents are, are very talented musicians. My, my mom is a classically trained piano player, flute player, elementary music teacher. My dad is a, a monster blues country guitar player. So I got a little bit of both right. sides of that musical upbringing. All you guys are in your late 20s. 30s, maybe older, <laughs> some of us, but uh, yep, you've been around for a while. You know, what advice do you typically have? Or, you know, I mean, obviously, Cold Lazarus has a really tight sound. It sounds like you guys have worked at it. Uh, I would assume not just in, in practicing together, but drawing from your experiences, we just noted from all the bands you've been involved with. So what advice do you typically give the people that want to start their own uh, local band? And, and what's the best approach to doing something like that? I would say just just play what you like to play, like be you. Um, uh, I know, like, Speaking for Gavin and I, I think we have a kind of a style. It was just you can call it serendipity that we came together, but it just kind of mixes. I think energy, like energy, attracts like, and we kind of have a, a rhythmic style that's kind of um, a little. We call it musical ADD, <laughs> where we we kind of have to be doing some stuff like there. But the point being is just play the play the way you play. Uh, the music will come. You don't have to commercialize it. You don't have to really strive to to make it big or, or do anything like that. You just put in the energy. Play what you want to play. Um, the key is having really good um, bandmates that you can relate to, and just it's just kind of a laid back vibe. You can gel together, and uh, there's no ego. There's no ego in this band. You know, we just we enjoy each other's company, make good music, and it's a stream of consciousness thing where we go in. We don't really have an idea of what we're gonna do. We just kind of let it rip, and and uh, we just tweak it along the way. So you say you let it rip. You just start. Uh Improving in terms of uh, picking up where um, somebody has started off, and then next thing you know, you've got a nice 
almost entire song well, formulating? Somewhat. I mean, Adam definitely, he'll, he'll come with the, the, the skeleton of the song, so we definitely have a bass to work with, which is nice. So we're not totally scattered, but um, it's just kind of taking a skeleton and adding you know, the cardiovascular system and the endocrine system <laughs> and the muscle, you know, muscular system. Never and thought of it. Then we got, a, we got a dude or a gal at the end. <laughs> right on. Uh, again, we're talking with uh, Cold Lazarus here in the studio today on Arts on Fire, talking about their music, who they are. It's uh, Adam Gould along with Jeremy Bunce, Gavin Pedernitti, and Mark Scapoletti in the studio. And uh, Adam, he talked about how you sort of bring the, the skeleton of the uh, song into uh, the band and, and have, have them uh, help uh, work on it and, and pu- pull it together. Uh, do you, You're a solo musician, too, and I assume you write solo stuff, so do you try to keep those two separated what you do as a solo musician in terms of what you do uh, with the cold Lazarus project or you sort of borrow Uh, from your solo work to a certain extent, I guess. I mean, I'd say the bulk of my writing duties are pretty much focused on this band, but uh, every once in a while, I'll write it more of a just kind of traditional verse chorus song that could be applied more to just solo acoustic guitar or maybe piano or something like that. What's the first song you wrote for cold Lazarus that, that actually was recorded? The first song I wrote, uh, Come Again Now? Come maybe? Again Now, I think, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd written that one probably a year or two before the band formed and just kind of played it at a few Mojo's open jams and stuff. And it was a pretty simple uh, sort of blues funk song, but I thought it would be an appropriate starting point for this band. Is that on your uh, L- CD that was released that we have here? Or it's the, it's uh, on our demo? album if you, if you get it on Spotify. On the CD, we couldn't fit it on, so it's kind of like a, a secret bonus track if you nice. stream it. Well, we're talking with uh, Cold Lazarus in the studio. We're going to take a, a quick break, play one of their songs, and then on the other side, we'll have more with Cold Lazarus right here in Arts and Fire.
That's music from Cold Lazarus. Come Again Now is the uh, name of uh, that track, of course, uh, written by Adam Gould with the help of his bandmates, Mark Scapoletti, Jeremy Bunce, and Gavin Paternetti. They're all in the studio here, and they're talking about their music as well as uh, some projects they're working on. And, and speaking of projects you're working on, we've got some of your... Um work already here in rotation on WRFA. We play it during the local rush hour, and I think when we first got your album a year ago, we put that in a rotation regular-wise in the evenings every day of the week. But um, new album coming out, right? How, how's that coming along, and what can people expect if they want to hear it? I'd say it's coming along pretty well. Um, it's uh, We're kind of... Uh, it wasn't really intended to be this way, but uh, almost recording in stages now where we had four lengthier songs already you know they were thoroughly composed we'd we'd been playing them out for a while and we knocked those out over the course of like a month or two with ben jewel at tone hill recording you mentioned yeah you mentioned that um which is where we recorded the the first album as well ben jewel does a super job hi ben you always do a good job (laughs) miss miss you playing music though good drummer right yeah oh yeah absolutely he knows what he's about yes indeed so Um, so, uh you you mentioned the fact that you've been working on this album for a while now so jeremy how much have you been involved in in this uh this album that'll be released just the tail end there's a couple of tracks that are going to feature me but like gavin said they had four lengthier songs that were um completed at the time that i joined the band and um, ex- excellent tracks, so be on the lookout for that. Thanks, you, man. Mentioned, you mentioned lengthier songs. Some of your songs are rather lengthy on the album, which is, is cool. Obviously, here at WRFA, we don't care how long or short a song is. We'll put it on the air if you give it to us, so that's never a problem for us. But sometimes it's somewhat challenging, but uh, your, your songs seem to have a natural flow to them, no matter the length and all that. Is, is that by design? I mean, is that just what you want to do, Adam, when you put the uh, tracks together, or do the other guys say, hey, let's build off of that and take it in another direction than what you initially intended. I guess it wasn't always a conscious decision starting out, but sometimes I think we just see a song going in a certain direction and we follow that direction. Right on. Is it just a matter of like almost getting to the jam band mindset where you get into a groove and you just follow and see where it takes you? Somewhat. Yeah, I'd say we we 
there's some elements of jam, but um, it's right, it's not a jam band. You know, I, right. I never get that from when I listen to you all play. But we, like Gavin was saying, it's it's more thoroughly composed, but it has this swell uh, to the song that you know um, that we want to create some variance, you know, in the song, and and that's the way we do it through different parts. Still, still sticking to the theme, of course, but. Um, that's that's basically the whole kind of theme of the album. Those songs are kind of kind of have that epic feel to it, where they're long, but they kind of hold your attention just by these slight variances and whether it be rhythm or melody or whatever. So, any previously released songs that are going to be reissued or remastered on, on this new album, or is it all new content? Nope. It's all new. It's all new. Yeah. Yep. We've been playing a lot of them, like Gavin said, out for several months at least yeah. but anybody that's seen us will probably already at least recognize them yeah. with the exception of one that we kind of stopped playing live because it's just a little too much sometimes it's a very difficult song to play like to reproduce in a live setting but i'm sure at some point we'll be bringing it back um the other thing about this album is that it it does it was written to follow somewhat of a loose concept like it there is sort of a story narrative behind it um that really kind of mostly comes out in the lyric the lyrics that we do have which aren't like very extensive but we did kind of sort of write with a certain theme and concept in mind and so i'd say that this this album the songs are maybe a little bit more cohesive in style than the first album it's definitely more um kind of like epic almost space rock whereas you know on the other album we had elements of you know various things like reggae and funk and just rock in general what, what's the uh the theme or the general theme man's inhumanity to man the uh scourge of society as we know it in the 21st century <laughs> it's a pretty common the, the, the essentials right esotericism <laughs> yeah. and everybody's yeah it's a, yeah it's, it's not anything you, on existentialism. it's yeah. not anything you haven't already seen in like certain sci-fi movies like nice. interstellar comes to mind right off the bat of just like you know, somebody either, and it could be interpreted either as like you know the world's dying, we got to find a new home, or I think uh, Adam has mentioned like the the character. Um, it's actually loosely based on the character on the cover art of our first album. We kind of wrote from his perspective, as if like you know he's just fed up with being here uh, on Earth and trying to fit in with humanity, and he's just trying to look for something else out there. Awesome. Dig it. We're talking with the Cold Lazarus here on Arts on Fire. So um, how many total tracks are on the album? When is it actually going to be put? I know it's hard to pinpoint an actual date, but if there's a uh, a time of the year you hope to have it put out by, maybe before um, the summer festival season begins. Four, four tracks. I think it's well, going to be seven total, right? Yeah, seven total tracks. Seven total tracks, um, three of them of which we kind of producing in-house, like we're doing as a band. Uh, they're more kind of, uh, I, don't, I wouldn't say EDM style, but they're more kind of just th- three no, to more. four minute kind of kind of like loose loose tracks that we did with like just some really solid grooves, nothing like too complex. The other four songs kind of have a, a progressive element to it. So you're going to have that kind of, um, again, you're going to have that variance just on the CD going from song to song. So Any want, idea when it's going to come out? Hopefully by, I'd say at the latest April, right? Yeah, we're shooting for mid-March. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah uh, my target area would be, you know, mid to late March. Um, we still we're uh, just need some album art still on, and uh, obviously the uh, the songs that we're doing producing on our own, we'll we'll be sending those off to Ben just to kind of get an even production quality throughout because we're like as Mark said, we're we're producing those just at our home studio, and then um, you know, ideally 
hopefully the, the the mixing mastering should be done here you know within the next maybe three four weeks and then then hopefully release by april we'll have is, a is the target area uh, yeah i'm sure we'll see news about a, a cd release uh show coming out at that time in the meantime is there anything happening before then, I know you've got at least one gig coming up at the start of March, a benefit you'll be participating in. But otherwise, uh, uh, well, when is that? What's the benefit all about? And, and will there be other gigs up to that point when the album's actually released? Um, yeah, we've got that benefit March 1st. I don't think we've – do we have any sort of like official CD release show plan? Not really. I don't, I don't think we do yet. We had some downtime, obviously, that right after the holidays, uh, Drew had left, and we wanted to get Jeremy acclimated to the to the band. Uh, he worked his butt off, you know, getting prepared, and so it was pretty much seamless. So we, I didn't anticipate that, but I'm obviously pretty happy about it. <laughs> and we are as a band because it just accelerates that process of being able to to book shows as soon as we can. You know, with the summer coming up and people book so early, you mm-hmm. got you really got to get it in. And so I think I think we're all set for the rest of the year. We have some cool out of town shows that were happening, and uh, 2019 yeah. looks pretty promising. Yeah, so. I wanted to ask you about the out of town gigs, but really quickly, uh, Jeremy. So you're you've just joined the band, and, and, and Scaps here talked a little bit about the um, learning curve. But sure. you're a very proficient musician and, and uh, professional as well. Oh, Was it you. difficult to? Um, Get used to what these guys do because, they, like I said, they have a pretty tight sound as it is, and they're all polished, seasoned musicians. Did it? Did yeah. you have a hard time getting caught up, or was it pretty? Oh yeah, seamless? I mean, I've always been impressed by the songwriting and the style of music that uh, these guys have been putting out there for the past two years, and it, it's certainly at a, a at a, a different level than I've I've done in the past. So it was a lot of work. Since Christmas till now, but we we had a show at Shaw Bucks last weekend, where it was my first real show with the band, and it went really well. And um, that that just solidified our our two hour set that we're ready to get out there and book shows. But yeah, it was it was a lot of work from Christmas till now, but paid off. Yeah, paid off. So uh, this summer, are you guys playing any uh, festivals in the area that listeners might want to know about? Um, events. We don't really have anything that we're able to confirm yet, and we're, I, I think some of them are still haven't even released their. Maybe one, a, maybe their, a fundraiser for WRFA. I think there maybe. is there is that. We'll we we, we can confirm that as far as I know. <laughs> I I believe I got the okay from Dennis. We'll get to, we'll see <laughs> but, if we can't get the poll. He better have uh, booked you guys. Yeah. You guys did a killer <laughs> set when you uh, did the one two years ago. Yeah, the it summer was, of '67. Yeah, you played the summer of love '67, and the, I remember the Jimi Hendrix song blew us away. And there's a few other ones, Pink Floyd. Mm-hmm. Um, really great job there. Early Pink Floyd music too. Astronomy Domain, I think it was. Yeah, right. Yep. Yeah, that yep. was that was awesome. Maybe I'll play that after we play this one more song yeah, for you guys. Um, final question is: Where can folks learn more about you? Follow you on social media? What's the best way to uh, get your music if they uh, don't have any of your past music or keep an eye out for when the new stuff will come out? What's the best way to do that? Um, we have. Uh, I've been trying to give us a pretty strong social media presence. Obviously, Facebook is the primary one. We also have an Instagram account at Cold Lazarus Band. And uh, as of the beginning of the year, I've tried to been trying to revive our Twitter account, which we really hadn't utilized much up until then. And that's uh, the handle for Twitter is Cold Lazarus JTNY. You said that some tracks might be on Bandcamp too. Yep, we do have a Bandcamp page. I think it's just Cold Cold Lazarus dot com where. Uh, our full length and EP are both on there. You can listen for free. Um, 
And if you feel like downloading it, we, we do take donations if anybody actually wants to throw a couple bucks our way. You guys put a lot of work into it, so people yeah. should uh, be willing to pony up some cash either when they see you live. Now try to get on the, the guest list and get in for free. Right. <laughs> support the band, of course, in the venue, and, and also support the music if you find it online and want to make a, a donation of your choice, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I think all my questions are satisfied. Of course, you guys have other projects. Tonight you're playing. Friday night you're playing down at the uh, Wine Cellar, right, Adam? Yeah, solo I'm doing gig. a solo acoustic show there, yep. Super. So if you want to check out some of Adam's solo stuff, you do any? do you do any Cold Lazarus covers or do you strictly uh, Sometimes, yeah, yeah. yeah. You might play hear, a lot of covers too, or just the originals? It's a lot of covers. I mean, it's it's three hours. It's hard to fill that with right entirely on. original. So okay, okay. Any Neil Diamond? We had a guy in here in the studio a couple of weeks ago that played some Neil Diamond. Uh, no, no Neil Diamond. You know, oh. but I I am a Mets fan, and their seventh inning stretch song is "Sweet Caroline." So well, there is play it four there times is plenty of Neil Young, show. though. I recall there's a lot of Neil Young. Yes, Neil Young is good. Neil Diamond, yeah. <laughs> to each their own. <laughs> How about uh, you guys? You guys are going to do anything with Zeke in the next few weeks? I think uh, Trip is also on the March 1st benefit, I believe. That's um, that coin. I, I said Zeke. I, I should mention Zeke Wu. Yes. Who is, yes. Uh, the lead singer and a very energetic uh, front man for Trip yeah, the Deuce. To yes. say the least. Yeah, we have a new album coming out, too. But, yeah, he's been, he's been trying to book up some shows for us to play. So Right on. Yeah, so he's uh, – I he feel like he's in high gear right now. He's, yes. He feels inspired. Yes. <laughs> Well, on behalf of uh, local music fans everywhere, thank you guys very much for doing your part to uh, keep the local music scene alive with live original music and, of course, some recorded music as well. We look forward to seeing what you all are doing in 2019. And uh, you're welcome back into the studio anytime, either as a group or uh, one-on-one. Always enjoy talking with musicians and learning more about what motivates them to play and perform and do their thing. So uh, anything else to add? Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate it. Yeah, happy to have you here. Cold Lazarus, thanks for talking with us today on Arts on Fire. And once again, thank you to Cold Lazarus for uh, stopping by the studio. We're going to play one more song from them, a uh, cover of Pink Floyd. We, I think we talked about briefly a few moments ago as we uh, talked about their Great American Picnic performance from 2017, uh, the 50th anniversary of the Summer of Love, and Pink Floyd song just around the corner here. On the other side of this song, we'll be checking in with our friends from the Lucille Ball Little Theater in Jamestown. They've got a show coming up in March. It is To Kill a Mockingbird. We'll learn all about it next right here on Arts on Fire. Sounds around the island, the icy water. 